Hello, James here, and yes, you have dialed into the James cast. As unusual as it might be for me to have a few words with you before we start the podcast, it really is kind of important that, one, I thank so many of you for signing up to the James Cast website, www.thejamescast.com. Thank you very much, and, and keep doing so. Second of all, I thought we'd make this podcast a little bit different. And as you know, typically what I do on the James cast is I repost some of what we do on Podaholics. So on these podcasts, I thought, why not include some of the pre-roll, give you a little sense of the conversation we have before we start. It's kind of fun or not, but you can, you can just fast forward if you get bored. So that's what we're going to do this time around on the James cast. Yes, you're going to get all the great programming that we usually put together, but a little bit of the pre-roll. And also, I had a wonderful conversation with Marilyn Zakor. She is from Beirut. She's here in Dubai. She's doing some great things. But she has a message that she would like to share post Beirut explosion. And I think it's really important. So we've also included that here on the James cast. Look, enough of me talking. Let's get to it. Here's Marilyn and the James cast follows. Hi, my name is Marilyn. I'm the host of who run the world podcast and I'm Lebanese on August 4, 2020 at 6 7 PM. Beirut was rocked with an explosion that shattered the entire city. After Hiroshima and Nagasaki, this is the third biggest explosion in a city in recorded history. Countless lives were lost, hundreds of homes brought to the ground, and 300,000 people are displaced. We urge you not to normalize this in your minds. This is not normal in the Middle East. This is a human catastrophe that deserves global attention and support. Lebanon had already been battling with hyperinflation, more than 60% unemployment, and the coronavirus. People can't afford to buy a loaf of bread, let alone rebuild an entire city. If you can spare any amount, no matter how small, there are many ways to donate. Please go to lebanoncrisis.carrd.co slash hashtag donate. It'll link you to trusted NGOs like Impact Lebanon, the Lebanese Red Cross, Beit El Baraka, and so many others that are doing the real work on the ground. The link once more is l-e-b-a-n-o-n-c-r-i-s-i-s dot c-a-r-r-d dot co slash hashtag donate. Beirut needs you. Its people need your help. Please don't turn a blind eye. Even $5 can go a long way. Boxes taken out of storage because um uh well basically because obviously things have been screwed up so we're going to be here obviously a couple more months yeah. and uh stuff that was supposed to go back kids toys and all that kind of stuff and furniture it came out so this place is an absolute war zone <laughs> so i'm trying to and it's not the hugest okay. you don't have the biggest uh apartment either uh, no no so it's um yeah, anyway, so I've tried to move furniture around for the last half hour to get to a space where I've actually got <laughs> nothing. Like, if you look around, it's it's like um, that show Hoarders on uh, Discovery. Yeah. You know the one? Yeah. So that's basically, what, that's basically what this place looks like at the moment. So trying to find a space. I, di- I didn't realize, to be honest with you, 
uh, when I got back. I got back late from work last night, so I just had to do it this morning. So sorry, dude. That's okay, man. Um, yeah. How you doing anyway? You good? Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> how was uh, how was the little Fajera John? Yeah, good. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. They're they're uh, they're they're really keeping things pretty locked down there. I'm really impressed with Fujera. Uh, you know, they, you look they, like you lost weight. Uh, no, maybe it's You're just okay. maybe it's just the light. <laughs> I don't think oh, I've okay. lost any weight. <laughs> You got a thin light on. That's it. on I got the thin light on. Yeah. <laughs> we, should we start this thing? <laughs> the, yeah, let's, and, let's, let's and go. We still... yeah, just, I've, the only challenge I've got is my phone is dead as well, so it's just charging. So okay. I'll pull up the notes real quick. And you, uh, need, you need to be done at nine, right? Okay. All right, don't worry. See, I can seal the notes now, dude. That's good. We can just Yeah, and, and you know, there's just stuff. <laughs> It's just stuff. As always, there's just stuff. We we always have lots to talk about, but we we do have to get together and even just have a coffee or something. That'd be a good idea. Just uh, yeah, I, I saw about the um, Amit and I got back to the office and we were like, you know what, we we want to ramp this up for James. Yeah, that's okay. Um, no, that, it so actually works out better. It, yeah, we wanted to give it a runway. Right. Um, so at least today we can talk about it for next week, and then we'll put up the the the. the the, uh, the page tomorrow yeah. and then we'll have a whole week yeah um you know and that gives time to you to, to your community and ours and da 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 so, yeah. yeah 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 sounds cool. cool all right let's let's fire this through here we go hello my name is james pikeaway welcome to potaholics and this is the tech talk show with andrew thomas from digitalnexa.com which means for about the next half hour we're going to be talking everything digital, everything technological, and probably barbecue as well. <laughs> and here we go. Tech talk time. <laughs> yeah, the te- technical barbecue. The um, I, If I was I was sitting here in the States right now, I'd definitely be getting myself a Traeger grill. Oh, man. Um, those Traeger grills. And, and tech-wise, you've got the app. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of see what's going on with the, uh, with the, with the kind of temperature and everything's everything's you know digital and you've got that hopper with the uh yep. with the pellets and just for a smoking 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 good time as it were My especially own- i mean i'm a i'm a traditionalist i like to get out there and get involved but at the moment yeah 47 <laughs> degrees and 100 percent humidity no i'm good i'd prefer to sit in the lounge i'm just uh, three days a week I, as minute. i told you on the whatsapp a couple days ago i'm three days a week out at the barbecue sometimes on the gas but often just on the old the, the old weber uh, my uncle Al out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, got to give him a big shout out. At least the last 10 years, he's been using a Traeger. He swears by really? that's, And in fact, he's okay. got the old gas barbecue, but I think he uses the Traeger 90, 95% of the time. And, you know, he'll put a brisket on there. He'll put smoked wings on there. He'll just use it as that's a cue. He loves the Traeger, swears by the thing. Yeah. 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 Joe Rogan has influenced me massively. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, they're just that you just you can't get them here. Um, no. It's just it's just outrageous the kind of price of it. But uh, well, anyway, then, how you doing, James? You good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, I I had a very interesting experience with the old Wi-Fi over the last three okay. days. And interesting thing, I'm, I was sitting there and my router started to act up and I'm looking over at it. You know, it's I'm getting sporadic connection and and I'm just thinking, ah. Mm. Oh, you know what? I got to give Jatna a call and get a, a line on his his router set up because I'm thinking my router's going. And then it's just gone. And I'm thinking, well, this is really weird. 
and I, I kind of run a dual router system and my second router was working very, very weak, but it was getting a signal, but my prime router, nothing. And then I get a call okay. from uh, Etisalat saying, uh, we got a problem with your, with your, uh, fiber optic and mm-hmm. we, we need to come and give it a, give it a run through. And okay. so the, and so I thought that was cool. Now here's the thing. They, they actually sorted it out yesterday and who knows what was the problem was, but all I saw when I was driving out was two guys in a box with probably a million cables <laughs> there. And I'm just going, yeah, something, someone unplugged the cable or something, but yeah. oh, you've just been using it so much, right? <laughs> you just burn it out. <laughs> well, who knows? Because it was funny. Now this is, this is an interesting thing when we start talking tech and we start talking service providers so we, hmm. we use Etisalat at home. I use a do connection on my mobile. So we've got two things going. But when we called the 101 number for Etisalat to, you know, follow up and find out what's going on, it is all electronic now. I, right. I, I don't know how you ever talk to someone. So you call through, it's got, and it's, it's a pretty good AI system because it's working off voice recognition. It's running mm. through a set number of scripts and you know, it says, okay, we're going to test your system right now. And lo and behold, the router's getting turned off. All of it's happening behind the scenes, which is kind of spooky that they can, they can do that. And it says, we'll call you back in half an hour with an update on what's going on that same AI thing calls me back a half an hour later to tell me what's going on. <laughs> I never talked to anyone. <laughs> really, yeah. yeah. Until I, until I said to the, the AI system, uh, it didn't get fixed. They're going, it's all fixed on our side. Everything's working. And I'm going, no, no, it hasn't been fixed. And, and so then they say, well, someone will call you within 24 hours to arrange a visit and, and whatnot. And those folks call back within about a half an hour from a number that you can't call back to. <laughs> So it clearly appears on my phone. Here's the number zero six, whatever, 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 whatever you try to call it. It's always busy. So I'm going, but how do I talk to the guy or the gal who's actually going to fix my, my service? I could never talk to them. They had to call me. I think you need to go down to um, the center. No, no, no. This is a crazy one. I went to the center for something else and you're there and I'm talking to the guy and he's got out this laptop. And, th- and let me tell you, I was over at Murdoch City Center at Etisalat. Spectacular service. I wish I knew the guy's name who was helping us. Spectacular service. Guy, you know, to the point that the, the guy's saying, hey, you can get on the mall Wi-Fi. And, and, and we were having an issue with the Wi-Fi. And he said, look, I'll just hotspot you. Whips out his phone, hotspots us in. But he's going, okay, you got to call the 101 number. We're in the service center and we're with an Etisalat representative, and we're calling the number. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, now, look, I, I like the service, so I'm not complaining about the service. And I, you know, I got my, my Wi-Fi's going. I'm not complaining about that. But what I, if, if I was to offer them a little bit of advice, just a bit of advice, put a few people back in the process so that you can actually talk to someone. And, and it was funny because when I finally got a technician calling, he's telling me, okay, I've rebooted it. Take a look. And I'm going, dude, it's not working. He's going, no, no, no. Take a look. Take a look at your router. It should be working. I'm going, I'm looking at my router. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. So that's perfect, man. <laughs> But then it that's, got fixed. Crazy. It got fixed. And, you know, then of course I'm leery. I'm coming in and every 10 minutes I'm looking at the lights. Is it on? And, and it's working fine. So yeah. I'm, I'm very happy, but yeah. it's. Panic stations. Oh, well, hey, you know what? 
we're doing a Zoom podcast right now. What if I've got yeah. school stuff that's going to be kicking off in a week's time and I'm, mm. I'm online? I need, to, I need to make sure my system's stable so that I can that's deliver it. the goods. And it, you start exactly. to realize as you're uploading stuff to YouTube or if you're loading up content to LinkedIn or, if, you know, we're doing this. If I don't have a decent high-speed internet at home, I'm toast. No, this is true. Yeah, you, you, need, uh, you need that connectivity. And I think now with 5G being rolled out as well, yeah. Um, you know, people, it, it was interesting. My wife was saying, do, do we really need 5G? Um, and I was kind of like, I'm not, yeah, it's interesting because I think obviously here we do have uh, fiber to home, but yeah. you know, even our good friend Kelly over, over there, uh, you know, in Canada, he, he still runs off Rogers kind of, uh, you know, two meg or something link i mean it's it's, it's you know you think in in the kind of western world as it were yeah uh, that it would be you know more more fiber but uh, i guess the further you go out um but i, I remember you're talking a good five years ago that i did um camping in liwa uh-huh. and i got 3g right down in the middle of nowhere in the empty quarter because i was able to do google maps to see where i was and send it to a few people to scare them like i'm currently here <laughs> in the middle of nowhere so yeah we're, we're very lucky here that we've got that connectivity um you know it op- incredibly lucky actually. it opens up the question you guys run a physical office but you've also yep. got staff that are operating remote yes the, the whole covid thing has redrawn the map on what a workplace is going to look like in in the future, not just because of COVID, but because, Hey, this is a reality that this kind of stuff can happen again and again. And maybe the path that we were taking, get everyone into a condensed environment. Isn't the best, best path from your perspective, Andrew, what do you think the must have, or what, what is that home slash work office going to look like for for your staff and what do you recommend to people as you're talking to them about okay this is what you need to have as you move forward what what do you what do you think yeah i mean i think actually what's interesting we had this conversation yesterday about uh, some zoom calls and and getting set up with some video recording um and i think most people don't realize that they've actually got pretty much all the tools they need within you know a macbook or or a laptop most uh most of the the kind of cameras are decent now. Um, so it's just about really, if it, it's, it's a lot of it's about positioning, which it yeah. sounds odd, but from a tech perspective, it's having a decent, um, I think a very decent setup in a cloud-based environment. So for your email, for your storage, you know, whoever that is, you know, Gmail or, or Outlook, but a cloud-based environment that allows you to hop between devices. So at least when you're on the move and you're not, you can grab it on your iPad or, or your phone. And then really just, from from you know ergonomically kind of seating and and if you are for example when we do the webinar shows and stuff I you know reposition the the laptop so you kind of you're framed a bit better mm-hmm. um, you know when you're recording and and you know things like that I think it, it's 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 more about that kind of setup um, but but as long as you've got a connected device and you have um, you have obviously uh, uh, a cloud-based solution. I think that works. I think the other thing is that for remote work, it really is important to be visible. So, you know, whatever, whatever you have to do to enable to have that camera to be switched on, I just highly recommend it because I think as, 
you know, the reason that people like meeting each other is because there's a connection. You can see facial expressions, you can see movement, you know, hands and all this, yeah, kind, yeah. this kind of thing. So I think that um, that's that's something that we've said to all of our guys, you know, when you, you it's very, it sounds so silly, but it's very distracting to not have a camera on. It is, um, you, you you know, and there's this kind of, oh, I haven't done my hair, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. But but I think yeah. you need to get into the mindset that actually now this is the way of life. So you yeah. need to get sorted, you know, you need to be presentable. Um, just and, and it's interesting, I've spoken to a whole bunch of, a whole raft of people now, um, mainly in the US, but a few in the UK that have been working for home for years. Right. And everyone goes through the same thing where pajamas, dressing gown, you know, roll out of bed, you know, for the first kind of month or so. And then, then it kind of moves into, no, you know, I need to be presentable. I need to, I need to separate my day. Yeah. I need to have a dedicated workspace. I need this, this and this. And, and interestingly enough, I think a few people now I've spoken to that are actually moving. Um, the consideration when they're moving is to have a dedicated space. Mm, mm. Right for for work, um, you know, a study or or, or kind of a, like a cubbyhole or a room um, that just allows them to to have that that space that they can work. You know. Yeah. No, I think um, it makes a lot of sense. It was it's interesting. I was I was looking at a post that came up on Canva and it had five tips. It said when you're you're doing online and these virtual sort of workplaces. Now, one of them was leave your microphone on when you're not speaking, so that the the mic's going. You're, you're cognizant, I guess, of their background noise, and it, it allows you to be content, continually engaged as opposed to your mic going on and off and, and having that whole switch, switch side. It, it also came on to say nobody wants to see you eating, so don't eat when you're when you're doing these things. And it's funny because I've seen people do that. They kind of reach over. I think I think Bezos did that on one of his congressional presentations. He reached over and grabbed a snack and it's just like, ah, you know what? Yeah, don't do I'd, it. I'd actually, I disagree with the mic thing, by the way. Yeah, you think turn it off? I'd, yeah, I think you need to turn that off because I think a lot of the time there's feedback or there's distractions. Yeah. Some people don't have the best setup. Yeah. I mean, I even had a call yesterday where the echo was insane. Really? And I was like, listen, whoever that is, can you just mute all of your, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the guy came on laughing and he said, oh, it's always me. I just forget to turn, you know, so they haven't got a proper setup. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I disagree with that. Um, I, I think also as well, some people just, um, you know, especially if they don't have their camera on yeah. and they leave them, their mic on, they do other stuff. You can hear them yeah. typing on the keyboard. <laughs> Right? I and, think and that's that the thing. Is, we need to call those people out, and I, I think it. I think now where yeah, we're so it's, far it's in a challenge, right? You, you I, can't, I you can't yeah. always call those individuals out. So I think yeah. rather than calling them out, just switch your mic off. Yeah. I'd a hundred percent make sure okay. your mic switched off. I, Otherwise, you might have a Leslie, Neal, Leslie Nielsen situation. <laughs> uh, you know, in, in, in naked gun. <laughs> I, 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 to this point, still can't understand why everyone isn't wearing headphones or, you know, earbuds when they're doing their conversation to avoid the feedback and just to hear well, unless you've got the, got it all blaring off your speakers of your system, but then that gives you feedback. So it's, I just find it interesting that, that folks haven't clued in on some of these different things. The other one that's always interesting is, is, you know, look, we both got our shirts on. I, I don't know if you're wearing a pair of gym shorts or what, but you know, make sure if you're going to stand up, they're saying always make sure you, you're dressed appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I, uh, is, now here's another interesting one that these guys were talking about. Uh, don't take your, your laptop or your device with you when you go to the washroom. <laughs> no, I've, yeah, exactly. I've never had that experience, but I can see, I can see how easy that would be, right? You're, you got to go and visit the, the washroom quickly. Just grab the laptop. You put the, the mic on, on mute. You put the visual on mute. You hope it doesn't come back on. And, uh, there you are. You don't miss any of the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta be mindful of that for sure. Um, and then, of course, it's talking about, you know, private messages and things when you do group chat. So, uh, okay. you know, make, you know, just don't don't do foolish things. Keep yourself. Uh, yeah. Think think about what you're doing. And I think that becomes a real big key. So it's interesting. Yeah, I think there's yeah. I think there's still room to go. But I, I think it, in all senses, common sense needs to be what prevails. So there we go. Yeah. Easy. Hey, this I, I can't. What's this cashless app thing I just saw on the yeah, uh, I, on the notes here? So this is an interesting one because I have I, I how many different cashless apps do we have at this point? Lulu, the grocery store here in the UAE, and I guess they're they're big in India as well. I mean, it's from India, right? Uh, they're moving towards the PayBuy app that is available with Google Play and Apple and and Huawei, but this is their own cashless app system that that they're embracing that is uh being used i guess in the region i i'd never heard of pay by before which then got me thinking you're shaking your head you never heard of it either how yeah. many cashless app systems can there possibly be and how does how do they make money if there's so many of them i i don't get it i yeah, really don't I, get I, it i think you struggle a bit when you've got everyone's got visa and mastercard yeah. um so i mean i think you know, there, there, there was actually for a time here before TAP, there was that Bean company as right. well. And it's still there. And I think it was Landmark or something, but I, I, I've seen that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think you, you're obviously going to see more of this cashless app environment. But there's, interestingly enough, in Saudi Arabia, for example, there's a particular card as well. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there's a particular card that is used for kind of online transactions and, and, and kind of cashless or, or contactless. Uh, environment. I mean, I think they, you know, I, for years, you know, talking to MasterCard and talking to Visa in this part of the world, they've been trying to move people to the credit environment because, yeah. you know, this is like the last kind of bastion, I guess, here in Africa, which, which, as you know, Africa's moved to mobile payments, but yeah, this they're, is the last they're really, bastion of cash. Yeah. You know, cash is king in this part of the world and, and banks hate cash. Companies hate <laughs> cash. I mean, they, they do, they just hate cash. It's, 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 that's why a lot of the supermarkets back in the UK, for example, you know, created a bank, you know, right. the co-op bank, the Sainsbury's bank, because they don't want to deal with cash, as crazy as that sounds. Um, but obviously in this part of the world, still cash was, and I, I was guilty of it myself. I mean, mm. in England, I would never carry cash around just mainly because of the safety perspective. But here, you always carry cash. Yeah. Um, but I, I went through phases. So I went through a phase of carrying zero cash here. And then I went to Oman with no cash and couldn't pay for petrol and had a whole load of trouble. <laughs> so, cause they didn't have contactless. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of dropped back into at least having a bit of cash on me. Um, so 
but it, yeah, everywhere now you almost get like, I don't know if you've seen it, but I paid cash in super and they kind of give you a dirty look. It's like, oh, um, really? <laughs> Does your card not work? I'm like, no, just take money, right? I, now, this is an interesting one because we've moved towards this. We're really going headstrong into cashless right now. And I get a delivery yesterday from Aromax. And the guy says, okay, here you go. It's going to cost 42 dirhams. I'm going, great. Do you, do you have a, do you have a, a card machine? No, I only take, oh, no, I, I only take cash. I was like, well, I don't know, 42 yeah. dirhams, dude. It's like, <laughs> he's looking yeah, at- and that, that's actually, that is troublesome because I think that's through some websites where they're doing cash on delivery and, yeah. and you think it's Aramex and it's fine. Then it'll be like 37.2 dirhams. And you're yeah. like, what? I, I mean, what? I don't have 37 dirhams. I don't even know if fools I've got like a 500. Can you, no, I don't have any cash. Yeah. It's like the whole, and, and to be fair, actually, I got in a, I got in a taxi as well the other day and they didn't have contactless payment. Really? So I was back to, you know, cash, you know, no cash. No, we have to go to a shop. Have you got, I was like, it's, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay moving to the contactless environment yeah. as long as, and, and sorry, pay, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Touch payments. But as long as everyone has it, yeah. right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, how is it, how are you going to jump across to this one? Is it going to be like more of a loyalty system where you get cash yeah. back on your points redemption? I mean, something like that works. I think, I think a lot of the time people launch some good ideas, but don't think about, you know, the practical implementation, we see it a lot, yeah. you know, I've got this brilliant idea. Let's do contactless payment gateway. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Well, how are you going to get people on it? No, yeah. no, they'll, they'll come on it. They'll and they won't. Yeah, no, they right. won't. yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of, we'll open the doors and they'll flood into our restaurant. No, they won't. It, um, I, yeah. And then, you know, like you said, giving, giving people that, that sort of kick in the pants to say, Hey, this is the way to do it is, yeah. is really important. And, and this is one that I, I constantly struggle with at, at Carrefour, man, I'm dropping names here. Like anything, this, this episode, they've <laughs> got, you, they've, pulling out your pocket. they've got the, the, the phaser that you can scan in your purchases with and then go, oh, to, yeah, yeah. which I yeah. love. I love that. Except every now and then I get the lucky dip where you, you, you show up at the end and you scan in to pay and it gives you the blah, 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 blah. Oh, we got to check 30 items in your bag to make sure that you haven't swapped them out for something else, which, right. you know, it's like, all right, go ahead. It's like, are you kidding? Why would I do that? I don't want to have the shame yeah. of being caught. You look, you look shifty. I, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> but I, I often think, you know what, if you want people to use that service, which, and a lot of people do, but if you really want people to buy in, give me a 1% or a 2% discount off my bill every now and then, or, or, you know, have a, have a lucky day where you say, Hey, you know what? We're going to cancel. For, you know, you just do something fun to make people go, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to give it a try because I might be the lucky person who wins that once a month deal or something. And, and it's just yeah. finding the incentive. And I think incentivizing these things, and maybe that's what they're going to do with Lulu. I'm going to have to drop by. I do periodically shop at Lulu because you get some great hot sauces and American products there. So, or yeah, you get a lot of international products. Yeah, the, uh, old Yusuf, I think it's Yusuf, isn't it? Yusuf Ali, he's the guy that owns Lulu, and uh, oh man, he's he's kind of he's very passionate about bringing in his natural products. He's got things like Folgers coffee and yeah. stuff like that in there, right, from the US. So, 
and they got a lot of UK chocolates in there as well. And and Canadian products. They had Dare Maple cookies oh, really? with the French labels on them. So I thought, man, these are common. Uh, these are authentic. The, stra- the strangest thing that you guys have is that milk in a bag. That's that's the weirdest. Uh, why doesn't everyone weirdest. have milk in a bag? That's what I can't figure out. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how it took me to go to Kelly's house to see that to actually realize you guys did that. I'd never had that conversation, and it was one of those. Well, everyone's got milk in a bag. I'm like, milk in a bag. Like it I just thought every- is it. My my no. entire life, it's been milk Crazy. in a bag. I know, it's utter madness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a cool one. Cool one. Driving down Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Road, I look over at Silicon Oasis and there's a CNET office there. And and those who look at technology stuff will know that that's the uh, CNET is formerly computer okay. network. Yeah. And I'm wondering, it's a giant CNET sign. And I know they do quite a bit of training. I guess that's what their training office. Or are they producing content out of there? Do you have any idea? I haven't pulled off the road to see. I'm not sure, actually. No, and I don't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, as you said, they've been kind of a go-to source for years yeah. um, for anything tech. I mean, we pull up a few. We've got one today talking about Apple Arcade, right? Yeah. Um, on there, so I'm not sure what these guys are doing locally. Um, but but from an international standpoint, they're fantastic. Uh, so as far as a go-to resource to, to kind of find anything tech, uh, you know, that, that's out there at the moment, right? I'm going to have to drive by and take a look. I mean, the signs, I, I think I almost, uh, you know, drove off the road when I saw this. I thought, what yeah. the, wow, this is, you know, mostly because I get, I read a lot of the stuff that comes from them and a lot of tips that come yeah. from them, et cetera. So kind of. It might even be not be the scene it might be something else, right? We uh, get, uh, yeah. Nexa is, um, I sometimes get Nexus insurance. People ring us for that. And then also we got Nexus, the car company ah. in India. We get random calls from India. So you do have some, some interesting ones uh, involved in that as well sometimes. So interesting. But, uh, no, I, you, you'd put up this, uh, some of these Apple games yeah. um, and the Apple Arcade. And, and you've actually reminded me, I've, I've never kind of been on the Apple Arcade. Well, that's what I, and that's why I put it up there. Cause I was wondering, have you ever used it? Because I definitely haven't. No, no. I mean, I, it, it kind of, when it first launched, um, I, I did look at it and, and kind of, you know, thought, well, this was pretty cool and it's five bucks and then end. But I, I don't, um, I, I, I kind of, I play one game pretty much which on, one? Uh, which on my phone, which is Fortnite. Okay. Uh, and I get to play that with my son. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, you know, what I do. And then I don't really have any other games on there. I think there was a stage where I had, you know, Flappy Birds and, uh, and kind of um, angry birds and these these popular ones, but uh, I don't know. They they kind of I haven't been playing it. But but saying that, I think the ones that I think you shared, there was like six that are kind of complementary or something. Yeah. Um, Butter Butter Royale looks pretty funny. I mean, that looks like a and it's a Fortnite Fortnite style game, but with food fights. Yeah. Um, that I thought will pretty be will pretty be pretty good. So I might have to take a look and, and see what that is, you know? Well, I thought it was pretty crazy that they've got a hun- 125 games are active right now on yeah. on that whole system. That That's a lot of games. Yeah, well, when I got the new um, Fire Stick, the Amazon Fire Stick, there's games on there as well. Really? And you can play games on, on the kind of TV. Um, and I guess also on Apple TV, you have a similar thing now, right? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, these, these games, they're not, they're not... I mean, I'm I'm massively impressed with with obviously what you can do from your mobile device now, right? Yeah. So I mean, it pretty much is similar to uh, 
similar to I mean it's a console now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. as simple as that. It's 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 so powerful. Um I don't know, did you we I don't know if this is in the notes, but speaking of power, um that the Samsung are launching their new uh, you know, note uh, to 2.0. Yeah, I saw um, that. They're saying it's $1,100. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a serious investment, but but you can pretty much get away with using it for, uh, you know, you, you yeah. know your, your setup and your phones and, and also playing games, I guess. Well, yeah, right? I know. It's like, you know what? It's just so much money when I'm looking at these. And yeah. I know, like you said, it's got, it's got the latest chipset in it. It's got a great screen. It's got immense opportunity to use it as a broadcaster, use it as your computer. I don't know. That's just a whole bunch of dough though. When you start looking at it and I, I, I have trouble with that. I really have trouble with that. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, 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 it's really, uh, but again, I mean, I I guess it's a, yes, it's a chunk of change. Um, but if you're using it for multiple, uh, activity and you know yeah. it, it's kind of your lifeline to whatever I, I guess it's it's a solid investment there yeah um but uh yeah I'd, well i mean speak, i mean speaking of that though i mean there's also some people now moving away from stuff right you mentioned in the notes here toshiba yeah they're uh they're, they're dropping their laptops now right I, they're done apparently they've divested yeah. of their remaining 20 percent in in their dynabook laptop brand uh yeah. well they, they they sold it it's gone they've sold the last bit to sharp but it was interesting as I was looking at this, the T the T eleven hundred from nineteen eighty five. I remember that computer, and yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was uh, their mainstream laptop that kind of set the design standard up until about when the the PowerBook came into play. Like they were kind of yeah, running I mean, the show. You, I mean, back then you had Compact, didn't you? Compact, yeah, yeah. Dell. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting now. Actually, I mean, Dell doesn't have a really strong presence in this part of the world. Um, but I mean, I think uh, I'd, I'd be lost now if someone said, Hey, I need a decent laptop. I genuinely, I'd be lost. I I don't know. I don't know if it's Acer or if it's, uh, you know, the ThinkPad or I I just have no clue. I I don't, or is it a a mate thing for while we mate or Google a Chromebook, um, Chromebook. Exactly. I, I'd, um, I'd really struggle, uh, to, to, to kind of make a recommendation. And there was a time there where, you know, people would say, Hey Andrew, you know, what can I get? I won't go, but I'm so far out of the loop now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Go care for, go, go Chirac. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, you don't have a look. <laughs> you know, I was watching a guy do one, do one today talking about Chromebooks and he was really impressed with a, a particular one that he was using. And I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm, it's almost at the point now if someone said, what are you going to do? What are you using? Look, I'm using a MacBook pro it's working. I probably just upgrade to the next one when this one goes. Yeah. 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 I, I made, obviously, you know, my, my machine died. Um, and I ended up getting a, a MacBook pro with the whole touch bar and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with it. I'd, um, you know, I, I, I think the only thing possibly again, when the next, you know, two years or whatever, possibly look at an iPad at that point. Mm. Um, but I just, I feel, I don't know. It feels scandalous. Some of the prices I pay to that, 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 that proper keyboard I yeah. think here is, I think it's 1200 dirhams, yeah. Yeah. which is, it's a keyboard. Um, so I mean, <laughs> it, you know, I struggle with that. It's, I know it. See, you're, you're starting to sound like eight buck pike away. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, come, come on, man. Like eleven hundred dirhams for a keyboard is 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 strong. I bought a case for my phone, ten bucks. 
10 bucks. I needed to get a new case because the, uh, this is, and this is a, a real problem with a lot of our new phones is they're sandwich glued together. So the backings on them are just a cover and so that they can replace them. They can do whatever. And my sandwich backing was coming off. And so I was re-gluing it back on and then it fell and, uh, cracked the back. So now I had to get a case. <laughs> No, I, I case case for me is like second second purchase, yeah. phone first purchase, then case second purchase because it's just it's too yeah. And this one's actually I did I did look at it the other day and I, and it's because it's a clear case, it's kind of got started to get a bit of a yellow tinge on it now. So I was thinking, oh, I might need to might need to change that. It just looks a bit looks a bit grubby. Yeah. No, you know what? It's it's kind of the it's the must have thing, isn't it? Because phones fall, they drop, the the backings, the front, the it's so easy to break a screen. You, you need to have the case, and I I typically have uh, resisted, and a lot of the phones that I've had have come with cases, but in this case, yeah, I I had to get one, and and essentially, I think it's going to pro- prolong the life of the phone because the guts are working fine, the camera's working fine, the system's working fine, but the physical product just is is having some trouble with the heat so we'll see where it all goes yeah well in this part of the world it's uh it's you know i i've, I've had it a few times where the phone's like overheating yeah so i think like you said when you've got products that are sandwiched together you've got to you know you've got to realize that that uh, that really causes problems right yeah uh, with some of this glue and stuff i, I don't think they test it to the bystanders clearly not <laughs> clearly not we're, we're almost at the end of our line here but i gotta say really excited about digital growth show and in seven days time so i'm dating this podcast yeah. but i i'm gonna be on the digital growth show with you guys That's this right. is this is yeah, I, yeah. when's the last time i got to sit down and have a good old chat with Amit and yourself never this is yeah. great no, no, and, and and I think it's um, shoe on the other foot as well. I mean, obviously, you are the you are the man that uh, that usually sits on this side of the glass and talks to people and yeah. you know actively encourages it. But obviously, we're going to be flipping the flipping the cards on you. So I think, I think and that is so uncomfortable. I got to tell you, that is so uncomfortable <laughs> when you're not running the show and controlling everything. It really, really is uh, an interesting. No, 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 it'll be, it'll be good. I mean, I, I think I see it's. Um, you know, we, we're into our, I think this week is our 14th or 15th week. Um, so the whole idea was that we'd run this show, um, you know, like a show. It, it, yeah. It's kind of not, uh, we call it the digital growth show, but um, similar to like our tech talk, you know, it, it, it goes off. It does different, yeah. uh, uh, different uh, you know, areas of interest. So, yeah, we're super buzzed about it. Looking forward to it. 14 shows in, how do people go and see some of the back issues? Uh, it's, it's digital growth show. So it's digitalnexa.com slash digital growth okay. show. There's a link to the homepage. There's shows. We've right. got it up on YouTube. Okay. Um, so, and also what we're doing is I'm just in a process of turning them into podcasts. Nice. So we're letting people kind of listen to them as well. Uh, obviously cause that's, 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 that's important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait and look for, and, and I got to say the last one. So the, there's the, you're, you're doing one this week on, uh, the, some of the material you've published out in an ebook and last week yeah. you've got, you had uh, Glenn power on talking about how, right. how he's created this business, which is a nuts and bolts business physically, but he's also got an electronic presence. He's got a digital presence and yeah. he's kind of playing with it both ways. And, and he did it. He set up this business in an extreme environment, lockdown, right. etc. So yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it's kind of, you said last week, it was very much about how, 
this crazy guy called Glenn that we obviously know of from here is, is set up a company, uh, you know, and a business in, in COVID. Um, but it was interesting, his, his approach and, you know, his whole philosophy on it was 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 very wise, actually. So, I mean, I'd yeah. encourage everyone to listen to that. And then, yeah, we launched a, uh, a survival guide, uh, basically, uh, which was which was put out a couple of days ago. And what we're going to run through today on the show <clears throat> is some of the highlights of that. Nice. Um, so some of the things, you know, and, and it really is just um, effectively what we've done. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to not only, you know, kind of, uh, kind of survive, but grow. So we're hoping that some of those things can rub off and people can use them potentially in their own life, or if they're launching something new, or if they're trying to kind of, you know, mangle their way through, uh, their, their current environment. So, so yeah, hopefully that'll help. Digitalnexa.com. You'll, you'll find the digital growth show there available on YouTube, available across other platforms, podcasts coming soon. Sounds cool. I can't wait. Seven days and counting. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Andrew, That's it. I hate to say it, but I know that you've got meetings to head to. We got a whole yep. raft of podcasts to do over at the Rove. This is Potaholics. You're listening to Tech Talk. Andrew Thomas from DigitalNexa.com. Potaholics with a K across the socials. www.potaholics.com if you want to listen to this again and hundreds of other programs. They're all there. We'll talk to you again real soon. You've been listening to Tech Talk. I'm Paul Holics.